And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. I'm Deontay Burton, and I'm down to dunk. I'm Hamadou Diallo. Hey, I'm Danilo Gallinari. I'm Chris Paul, and I'm down to dunk. I'm Lou Dort, and I'm down to Dort. What's Dort? I'm not going to lie. I don't know what that was. In English, bro. I'm Darius Baisley, and I'm down to dunk. I'm Shake Gilders Alexander. I'm Steven Adams. I'm Andre Robinson, and I'm down to dunk. Yeah. On you. Welcome to Down to Dunk. I'm your host, Andrew Schlecht. We're part of the Athletic Podcast Network. With me today is my good friend, Michele Barra. Michele, what is up? Well, we have news for, like, it's it's two weeks that we have, like, breaking news Mm. that we can discuss in the pod. Wow. It seems like NBA is really, really here. And I just read the tweet about two-way contracts, and I'm so happy that like news are, are coming our way. <laughs> well, we got news today that the Thunder have waved and stretched Carmelo Anthony. Finally, they finally just decided to retroactively do it. They thought it would be best for all those involved if Carmelo Anthony's contract was waived and they could pay him over the course of many, many years. And that is the best way to handle this situation. Actually, no, the Thunder have traded Dennis Schroeder. To the Los Angeles Lakers for the 28th pick in this upcoming draft and Danny Green. This trade will be finalized tomorrow at 11 o'clock Central Time. And uh, it's great. It's a wonderful, wonderful thing. And I will talk about this a little bit. But for those who thought they could get more for Schroeder, what would you say to them, McKelly? Well, I'd say um, go back and listen to yourself discussing a shorter deal where you could be very happy for an early second rounder and and read Seth Parknow tweets. I mean, I, I don't agree particularly with what Seth said, uh, but he is uh, one of the best uh, writers at The Athletic. He was uh, in Milwaukee, a part of the front office of the Bucks, and previously at Nine on Calculus. He's a very, very smart guy. And he said, I'm not sure that Danny Schroeder helps LA more than Danny Green to win a championship. Mm. Um, even if you don't agree on that, and I think it's a debatable, it means that Danny Green can help a contender or at least a guy who used to work in a very good front office thinks that a guy like that can help you win. Yeah. So if you have a first round pick and you have a guy like Danny Green who can help a contender, I think you have a very, very good return. Uh, the salary match almost exactly. So you, you don't increase your payroll. And again, probably you can flip Danny Green for another asset, even if it's two second rounders. I don't care. Uh, There is something to be had there. And teams like the Clippers, uh, the Bucks, the Raptors, um, probably the Warriors, 
the heat, all these teams could really think, well, if we get Danny Green, we improve our chances to get to the finals. Yeah, I mean, you could flip him to the Warriors right now. And I think he fits in their trade exception, right? And you could just get yeah. back a second round pick. Yeah. Or, or a future first. I don't know what they'd willing, yeah. be willing to give up. Maybe there are three teams that want him. And it's Golden State, Dallas, and I don't know, Denver. And you just say, yeah, hey. Dallas is a very good, very good team yeah. uh, to, to keep into consideration. Well, Dallas would they, be incredible for him. And yeah. you would just all say, yeah. hey, listen, whoever's willing to go first rounder, I don't care if it's this year. I don't care if it's future first, whatever it is. We'll take it. Like Danny Green, the thing about Danny Green is name one team that couldn't use Danny Green. And I'll, I'll name the one. It's the Thunder. But name another team <laughs> yeah. that doesn't need Danny yeah. Green. Yeah. Uh, it's probably the only team who cannot trade for him, which is the Lakers. <laughs> but besides these yeah. two teams, you don't have many others. I mean, you can even think about teams like Minnesota, who has James sure. Johnson and pick number 17, or Jared Culver. Like, a, a deal like that is out there for KC to make. And so if you sum up the value of Danny Green, again, at the lowest, I think you could get a good second rounder yeah. uh, or a very protected first round pick like the one that OKC uh, sent for Danny Schroeder or for Jeremy Grant, like a top 20 protected pick that immediately becomes two second rounders. I do think that a deal like that will happen uh, for for Danny Green. So I think it's a great deal for OKC. And and I, I really think, as you said before, that Danny Schroeder can help the Lakers because they needed a ball handler. And probably Dennis is not a top 15 point guard in the league or top 10 point guard in the league, but the Lakers have LeBron James. Mm -hmm. And if Caruso helped them in the playoffs, I'm sure that Dennis will help them in the playoffs. Not because yeah. Caruso is a bad player, but because Dennis is a better player than him mm. on almost every aspect of the game. Without a doubt. Uh, Dennis was a good defender this year. And that's one thing that I think mm -hmm. was completely underrated is that people don't realize that he actually defended well for the Oklahoma City Thunder. In fact, like he obviously Lou Dort was the guy that was number one. But when Lou Dort was on the bench... And they had Schroeder out there. Schroeder was often guarding guys like James Harden. And the Thunder yeah. felt good about that. I mean, maybe not good, but they felt okay enough about that. And if you said that a couple of years ago, maybe in his last year in Atlanta, you'd be like, you're nuts. Like, that guy's a yeah. sieve. But he became a very, very good defender while also shooting the ball well and obviously being one of the, one of the quickest guys on the court and can lead the fast break and... I mean, he, he's a really, really nice player. He's going to I mean, is he the third best player on the Lakers now? Probably. Yeah. I think As currently constructed, I think, I think that is a, this is a fair assumption yeah. to make. And, and he will have a, so much better partners in terms of pick and roll actions yeah. than what he had. You know, you see, because if you have Anthony Davis that screens for you and dives, I mean, it makes a total it, it changed the dynamic of that pick and roll action. And I do think that LeBron has a way to extract the maximum value from the players he play with. Oh yeah. And, and Dennis is, especially if he plays with competitors and Dennis is a competitor. Mm -hmm. And so 
I think that in that environment, he can really thrive. And he's in a contract year. So the Lakers want to win a championship. That is the like the, the minimum goal that they have for next season. Yep. And getting a player in contract year with the possibility to retain him due to his bird, the fact that they have the bird rights, it's, it's extremely important. Mm-hmm. And so I, I do think that for the Lakers, this is a great deal. And, and OKC got enough. Again, they uh, like a top 15 uh, draft pick in the coming draft would have been better. Yes. But it's, I don't think that is the value of, of Schroeder as of today. Yeah, I wonder if you could ad- agree to a deal in principle for Danny Green to the Mavericks and you get back Justin Jackson, DeLon Wright, and then um, you swap picks with them. 18 for 25. Um, yeah, you can. You can even swap the 28. Yeah, he swapped twenty eight. I just don't know where the where they. I don't know enough about how they value Delon Wright. Yeah, say, but Danny I don't Green think the value is too high though. Yeah, that's kind of what I, I was don't thinking. think so. Because then, like, you still have Seth Curry, you still have Maxi Kleba, you still have Tim Hardaway Jr. on an expiring expiring contract. I mean, something like that, and then you still get you still have a first rounder. It's not like they just give it away. Jalen Brunson, somebody that they really like, who's younger than mm-hmm. the, the oldest man in the in the league, Delon Wright. It's like somehow aged five years in two years. Just kind of a <laughs> strange player. But yeah. uh, I mean, there's something like that where I mean, I don't know. Like Justin Jackson, is there anything in there? Is there anything in there? I don't know. We can see. Send him here. He'll play. Yeah. Right. Just yeah, he'll shoot. He'll he'll shoot you. He'll have a lot of shots. Yeah, he'll so. shoot it. So, I mean, I something like that. I don't know if that's possible. They may have to go into the season with him, and that's where I would be a little bit... I would guess that if they go into the season with Danny Green, maybe they only get a second rounder for him. But here at the draft, and before the season, everybody's like, all right, let's gear up. We're trying to make the playoffs, trying to make a run. I mean, Danny Green, uh, back-to-back champ. He could really... He could help. You could be helpful in a lot of ways to your team. And so, I mean, I'd, I mean, every team in the West could use him, essentially. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you look at the Eastern Conference. I mean, the Sixers could use him. The the Pacers could use him. The Celtics could use him. The Raptors the Nets. would probably like him back. The Nets. The Nets. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, in the end, it's not just about the value of the player. You have to... You have to take into consideration what what is the goal of the team and what is the timeline of the team. If there is um, an Eastern Conference team that feel like having Danny Green makes a difference between uh, a first round exit or a chance to compete for the Eastern Conference Finals, yep. I think even if it even if you overpay a little bit, you can convince yourself. Especially if you have just to swap the pick. You know, because he has like twenty five, and if you get like nineteen for twenty five. I still think that is a good deal. I mean, even a team like Boston, I, I, there, there is no salary matching there. So it's it's just to make an example. I mean, would you swap um, 14 for 25 if you really think that an, an extra wing defender is what you need? Yeah. I mean, yes, it's a steep price. But in the end, probably unless you really like a player around there or there's not so much difference from like 18 to 25 or 17 to 25. Yeah. Oh, I found a great deal for Danny Green. Where you essentially get two first rounders for 
Dennis Schroeder. Danny Green to the Nets for Torian Prince and their first rounder from Philadelphia, which is 19. You don't even have to give yeah. your 25 up. So you have 28, 25, 19. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. Yeah. Because you, you, you think about Torian Prince as a salary dump. He's got another year left. He's not good. Yeah. He's not helping them. They, they don't. Yeah, but again. They, they would love to dump. I mean, that's been a rumored thing is that they would like to dump Torian Prince with their first round pick. And you get val- yeah, getting yeah. Green back. That's the that's the exact kind of guy they need on that Nets team. One, he's got a good head on his shoulders. <laughs> Two, he's not going to take any yeah. possessions from anybody because they don't have a lot of possessions yeah. to give. Yeah. To me, that's a perfect deal. Yeah, and if you think about like a starting five of Kyrie Irving, Danny Green, Karis Levert, Kevin Durant, and whoever, Jared Allen or DeAndre Jordan, this is a great, great starting unit that can easily be considered as one of the top four teams in the East. Um, probably also with Torian Prince, but Danny Green has championship pedigree. And it's also like your, I don't know, your mascot, your, your lucky, I don't know how you, you say it in, in English, but... Uh, it could be, it brings championship experience to a team that has none, uh, except, except Kevin Durant, who won a, a title in a very particular um, moment and team. So I do think that a deal like that, even if you have to swap 28, like mm-hmm. just to endure the deal, like just take, give us 19 and Torian Prince and you give you Danny Green and 28, yep. which is basically um, Danny Schroeder for 19, which is... Wow, it's a good deal. It's a very good, good deal. I think they would give. I think they would just straight up give you nineteen if you take on Torian Prince's extra year. I think they would. I think they'd do that, which I think it would be totally worth it. Yeah, yeah, but that's again. I'm I'm setting. Yeah, I'm setting the bar low. I want to set the bar low, just to not to uh, give too many expectations. Uh, sure. Even even if you think about nineteen, just nineteen, and you have to to give back twenty eight and blah blah blah, it's still a very good deal because Torian Prince is not good, yeah. but he's a player that has still some room for development, mm-hmm. and in a team that can give him possessions, structure, uh, and no pressure, maybe he finds himself. In a, in a better spot and he improves and maybe he's part of, of somehow the, the future of OKC. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, that's possible. I, I'm i just, I'm a little baffled at the amount of tweets that I've gotten today that say that the Thunder didn't get enough for Dennis Schroeder. 
I, I mean, guys, I just don't know what you expect. I mean, what more could they have possibly gotten in a deal for Dennis Schroeder? I mean, what, I mean, I'm wanting to know, people are saying that, but like, give me something tangible. Give me something that is actually possible for him. And I know that, that when you say it's the 28th pick in the draft, it's not, I get it. it. It doesn't inspire you. And it's not, I mean, the truth is, it is unlikely that the 28th pick in the draft is going to have an impact on the NBA. That's just year after year, it's proven to be not a great spot to be picking. I get it. But it's just another bite at the apple. The Thunder are going to be taking hard swings over and over and over again throughout the next several years, and definitely in this draft. They're not going to come out and say, well, we're going to take Cassius Winston because we really like what he can be as a point guard. They're going to be swinging for the fences. If they take Jaden McDaniels, which is really, this is just, it could just be a Perry Jones redux here. And maybe this time this mm-hmm. Perry Jones wakes up and is like, oh, I can, I can be in the NBA world. Cool. Great. I mean, maybe you find him, right? Like maybe you find your guy here, but that's, what's going to be happening, right? Like Jamias Ramsey, like he's freshman out of Texas tech, higher ceiling kind of guy, Jaden McDaniels, higher ceiling kind of guy, uh, Isaiah Stewart, not a, not a super high ceiling, but a super young guy that could develop along with your other guys. I mean, it's going to be somebody like that, that they're going to take Theo Maladon. If Theo Maladon drops to 28 and the Thunder are still picking at 28, like look for him to be a guy that they would take. Oh, I do think that Theo Maladon is misplaced right now. Um, I spoke with um, a good friend of mine, a good friend of mine, Lorenzo Neri, who is a scout uh, for a lot of European and Italian teams. He's saying to me, I mean, yes, there is difference in his opinion between Hayes and, and Theo Maladon, but but not uh, like not 15 spots in the draft, not 20 spots in the draft. Yeah. So I do think that someone will bite uh, on Theo a little bit earlier than expected. If you have pick 19, probably that is one of the last places where you, where you can draft him. You think he's going and I that do high. think that. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's great. I'm. I'm. I think he's good. I've been baffled as to where he's been placed in different mock yeah. drafts because, but again, look at the competition, like yeah, Euro league and Euro cup is, it's not like the NBA and the G league because it's not that steep, but it's, but it's different. Mm-hmm. Like the teams that you play are so much better yeah. compared to, to, to Euro cup. So, yeah, I, I mean, I would, I'd be targeting him as a player mm-hmm. for sure. Especially for the Thunder. You get this young guy who can develop alongside your other players. He can play with Shea because he can shoot at some. I mean, that's mm-hmm. to me, that's a great... That would be a great pick. Uh, we talked a lot about Pokushevsky. I don't know where the heck he's going to go in this draft. I really have no idea. Because he is a long-term project. Uh, is somebody going to bite at the end of the lottery on him? Is somebody going to get him at... 16 or 18 or where is he going? Is he going to drop to 25? I don't know. There's just such a huge range with a lot of these guys, even like Malachi Flynn, who I think is probably too old to be drafted by the Thunder. But I I think that guy's going to make it. I think he's going to make it in the league. I think he's going to play. That's that's at worst. He's a guy like Seth Curry, not Steph. 
but, but Seth yeah. and those guys have a role. I mean, Very he's a guy that has the same kind of shooting skill set as a guy like Duncan Robinson is shorter. So yeah. it's not the same kind of player, but he can do those stuff. He can elevate in one second and hit a tree for, from, I don't know, uh, 35 feet. Mm-hmm. Is that good of a shooter uh, development? I don't know how, how much better he can be, mm-hmm. like how how many things he can include in his uh, portfolio of things that he can do, but just for the shooting and the passing, like guys like that usually make it in the league. Yeah. Um, there are examples of, of guys that didn't make it like Jimmer for who is a great example, but Jimmer didn't have to pass. And so I think that if you, if you can pass and shoot, you will have a place in the NBA, maybe not as a top six, top seven rotation guy, but I do think that, I mean, if you can score and if you can, if you can pass and you are not like terrible, flat out terrible uh, on defense, uh, then you, then you have a place in the league. Even guys like Nico Mannion, who every report that I read is he's doing bad in interviews. He he had a horrible year at Arizona and blah blah blah. I mean, guys like that. I don't know. He was a top five recruit. Yeah. He played very well in every international tournament he uh he played and so i don't know even guys like that if you have to take a swing why not maybe 28 is a little bit earlier for that yeah but if somehow you can get a second round pick yeah you can get a guy like that and with the new rule uh for the two ways uh which i try to read now uh they will be paid like roughly half a million dollar and they can play up to 50 games not 45 days which is very which was very confusing like 50 game is actually more clear i do think that there will be more options for um players that don't want to be drafted in the second round just to go directly to a two-way uh, if they can choose the the destination and okc has a very good track of developing players so maybe you can get a guy like nico Mannion or whoever in that range to sign a um a two-way for you yeah even uh bomero just take him and let him develop yeah. overseas for a year or two and then bring him over yeah and yeah. not a bad option not a bad option at all actually because he's still pretty young i think he's 20 years old yeah so yeah he, and let him and honestly like some of those like pokushevsky if they end up getting him, bring him over now. Get it, get him here now because I don't trust yeah. where he's developing now. I don't trust it at all. No, but Mara, no. like, cool. Like you're playing in with good competition. You're playing with yes. good players at FC Barcelona. Go ahead, develop. Almost, I'd almost rather him be there than in the G League or even losing over here in Oklahoma City for two years. Like, let him let him be in a good environment and a good incubator for a couple of years, and then bring him over. Yeah, I would not would not mind that at all. So it's it's exciting. There's going to be a lot more coming our way, Michele, this week. I feel like there's a lot of work to be done on the Oklahoma City Thunder yeah. side. I think they're going to be getting uh, a lot of phone calls on several players. They've got the draft coming up. Just hired a new coach. I mean, like it's going to be nonstop. So we're not going to do a super long pod right now. Make sure that you tune into the OKC Dream Team as well. We're going to be having podcasts probably later today and then we'll be doing stuff around the draft and then make sure that you join us on Wednesday night. We're going to have a draft party similar to this. It's going to be a bunch of us in the chat. We're going to be doing a live podcast. We're going to be answering questions that are in the chat. We would uh, really appreciate that. Um, Hope you guys are doing well. 
stay stay tuned because I think this will be first of many, many podcasts this week. So hope you guys enjoyed it. Thanks for listening. Make sure you follow McKelly on Twitter at Mikey Barrow. You can follow me at Andrew K. Schlecht. We'll have a lot more analysis coming your way this week. Make sure you go to theathletic.com slash down to Doug. Can you get the athletic for $1 a week? It's robbery. You should do it. Please. It's very, it's going to be a great week for the athletic. We got some big time stuff dropping tomorrow. So, Tune in for that. Hope you guys have a great rest of your day. We'll talk to you guys again. Maybe in five minutes. I don't know. Could be anytime. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.